how to be awesome at managing hunger versus cravings. This topic is so interesting and something I've been hyper-focused on for the last few months, and it's made a big difference in how I eat and when I eat and what I eat, and I think it will be for you too. We are going to break down the actual difference between hunger and cravings and figure out the balance of how we feel full and satisfied without overeating or overindulging to where we don't feel great in the short term and in the long term. By being able to identify, is this hunger that I'm feeling or is this a craving? We can make the best decisions for our overall nutrition and our happiness in the moment. Our relationship with food and nutrition is just so important and thinking about it this way can really simplify it and help you make the best decisions that make you feel your very best. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I absolutely love learning new things that take something that's pretty complicated and complex and sometimes confusing and overwhelming and simplifying it down to sort of a more simple thought. And in this case, asking yourself a more simple question. I found that I had kind of a couple months ago was getting in this groove where I was kind of like not over, not aggressively overeating, but I would just kind of eat usually at night a little bit more than what was comfortable. And then I would go to bed just like not feeling well and I wouldn't sleep as well. And I was like, why am I off? Like, why am I doing this? Let's, let's figure this out. Am I hungry? What's the deal? So I started researching hunger versus cravings. And I don't know why I haven't thought about it this simple before. So I'm so excited for this podcast episode because I feel like this is one of those things that's like, it's really shed such a light on, on me focusing on how do I really feel and how can I make the best decision? Now, if you've listened to my episodes about nutrition and things like this in the past, I really believe in a lifestyle. I don't believe in um, juice cleanses or extreme dieting or really dieting at all. I think sometimes those things can give you a nice jump start into, you know, into a more healthy routine, maybe. But in general, I think it's the slow and steady game of figuring out a long term way of eating that makes you. Um, feel your best, be at what you feel like is your healthiest weight, and overall just feel the most strong and functional in life. So I absolutely love this idea of hunger versus cravings because this is a lifestyle. It's not a diet. It's figuring out your eating routine and constantly be in tune with it. I think that life gets so busy and we get into routine that sometimes we just keep eating the same way we've always eaten or we eat what's convenient. But do we really stop and think, is the food I'm eating really fueling me? Is it making me feel good? Or if you're kind of in a little rut like I was where it's like, why am I eating this way if it's not making me feel my best? Maybe it's the type of foods you're eating or when you're eating or the amount that you're eating, whatever it is. So when I started researching this and listening to experts, I was like, this is game changing. And the question is, 
Are you hungry or are you having a craving? And by answering that, let's we're going to break down the definitions. What is hunger and what is craving? So simple. So that way you know how to proceed. And I really believe in making yourself happy and fulfilled on the daily, not just, you know, going so extreme and then, you know, you get off that extreme and then you really indulge, or I don't believe in cheat days because I just think it's more of the constant, you know, kind of like 80-20 rule, 80% you're fueling your body and you're eating really healthy and and whatever that looks like to you. And then the 20%, you eat those things that you really that you crave and that um, that you're excited about, right? That 80-20, that 80-20 balance that I think really works well for people and you never feel deprived. I think that's one of the things is feeling satisfied on the daily and not depriving yourself I think is so important and figuring out also healthier swaps. So if, so- if you're someone who loves like you know, a container of ice cream after dinner. Maybe it's figuring out what's that healthy swap. Maybe it's having less of it, like a small portion, or maybe it's swapping it out completely with, um, you know, maybe like a homemade ice cream that you blend with Greek yogurt and a banana and ice and protein powder and dates and honey. So it still tastes delicious, but it's, it doesn't have, um, processed sugar and those ingredients that make you, gain weight, that make you crash, that make you feel crappy, that make you not sleep as well. So thinking about it that way. So first, let's talk about what is hunger and what is a craving. So that way, it's like automatic for us. When we're having these moments where we're kind of deciding, what am I going to eat? We can ask ourselves this question. So hunger is biological, right? So it's that biological sensation for your body telling you, I need nourishment. And it's driven by biological factors like low blood sugar or an empty stomach or a hormone imbalance. So when you are experiencing hunger, your body is saying, I require sustenance to to maintain energy levels and perform essential functions. To continue functioning, I need nourishment. So this is also, this is usually Um, paired with physical symptoms like your stomach growling or, you know, that feeling of like you're just depleted or sometimes you get lightheaded with low blood sugar or your stomach is kind of like contracting. Again, like contracting or growling. You are getting physical hunger symptoms. I have an empty stomach. I require nourishment. That is hunger. These, These psychological, physical sensations. Cravings is more of an intense desire for a specific type of food or a particular taste. So different than hunger, cravings are triggered by various factors, right? So it could be um, an emotion or a memory or like an environmental cues. Maybe you see something on TV. They're usually more specific and focused like, a strong urge for pizza or chocolate or ice cream or salty snacks. They Cravings often come when you're not physically hungry and they can even persist even after you've eaten enough to be, to satisfy your hunger. They're more of a craving. And the interesting thing in reading about cravings is that they're so strong, stronger than hunger, is that you will take action. Like a craving is something 
that researchers found will get you out of bed and have get you to drive to the grocery store to get your favorite ice cream, cookie dough, you know, bag of chips, whatever it is. Cravings are so strong they will get you to take action, whereas hunger can bypass, like we can bypass. It can hunger can, you know, kind of come and go, you know, sometimes if you're, if you're super hungry, but you're busy, it can kind of pass. You're like, wow, I'm kind of not even hungry anymore. Hunger, um, can pass and we can bypass it. But sometimes those cravings are so strong. Those are the things that get up, get us up out of bed and we will take action on it. So hunger versus craving. And for me, a lot of times it's like asking myself, what is like, what am I feeling those physical symptoms like stomach growling? Or is it more like I'm not actually hungry? I'm just dying for this specific thing. And I think the reason why it's so important to identify is this hunger or if th- is this a craving is because that's how we know how to proceed. One tool that I think is so valuable is to try to fill up on those things that that nourish you. So for me, that's lean protein and veggies for the most part. So I try to actually fill up on those. And at times when it gets kind of like boring or monotonous, I'll try to add in some things to make it more exciting. Or other times I just kind of like get it down when I know like, okay, I know I'm, I know we're going out to a ducks game tonight. So I know I'm going to have, you know, more food or I'll have a little something with the kids that I wouldn't normally eat. So for lunch, I'm just eating a plain salad. It's not that exciting. I'm just getting it down because I know that, that really delicious something that makes me feel so satisfied and that's so yummy, I'm going to have later in the day. So I think by trying to fill up, like actually satisfy your hunger on those nourishing foods is so important because then when you do, when you do have those indulgence, there's those indulgent moments, whatever that is for you, you can have so much less because you're already full. You're already full. You're not trying to fill up on that. So if I'm going to have something like for me, a slice of pizza is an indulgence just because it's not what I would normally eat on the daily, then I will eat something else first. Usually it's protein. It's not always protein and vegetables, but protein to fill up. That way you're not filling up on the pizza if, if that's kind of your thing. So that way I feel full from the protein. And then that piece of pizza is like so satisfying. And then I feel good. I don't feel crappy because I've eaten four or five slices of pizza. I just had one and it satisfied the craving, um, but I didn't overdo it. So I think that is, that's been really, really valuable for me. And also to really understand that cravings shouldn't be categorized as a bad thing. You know, sometimes they're we, a lot of us are emotional eaters. Maybe if you're tired or you're stressed or you're sad, I think sometimes rather than labeling things as bad or good, I think that we just need to accept that that's part of us and not feel guilty or bad about it, but just what's the best way I can manage this right now? What's the best way I can do it? A lot of times for me, if I know it's like, listen, you are full. You had your dinner, you had your dessert, and then you had your, you know, your little healthy dessert, then another healthy dessert, you're done. 
I'll just tell myself, hey, just wait 10 minutes or get upstairs, get out of the kitchen. And then a lot of times it's like, okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm past that moment. I'll just tell myself, just wait 10 minutes. And listen, if you want it, if you still want it after 10 minutes, then go get it. Like, fine, then go have a little bit and be done with it. Because I really think that when people go on extreme diets or they just deprive themselves or make these rules where they can't have certain things, I just think at some point you end up overindulging because you're depriving yourself. So I really believe on the daily, that sort of moderation type thing and never feeling deprived is so key. But do the 10 minute thing. Give yourself 10 minutes. I'm going to give myself 10 minutes. If I still want it, okay, I'll have a reasonable amount. But oftentimes I find that if I can just get away, get away from it and give it some time, um, I think that's really beneficial. Also, by staying busy, I think that a lot of times we can have less cravings. If I am on a long drive or a long flight, I am a disaster with cravings because I'm sitting. I'm sitting. I'm The kids are eating. I'm on my laptop. I'm getting work done. It's For me, I just know that that is like full craving central. I could eat so much more than I normally would. Okay, so I pack protein and I snack on that first. And then I have my sort of like healthy craving things after that. I think that thinking about, thinking about, you you know yourself, you know those times. And so planning ahead, same thing with in a movie, in a long movie, I'd rather eat my organic coconut oil popcorn rather than movie theater popcorn. So I don't feel like I'm depriving myself. I just bring my own popcorn to the movie theater because I know I'm going to have that craving. Again, a lot of times there are environmental cues, right? So when other people are eating something and if you really want to be your healthiest or maybe you're trying to lose weight, then bring your own items when you when you know you're going to have those environmental cues. So if I know we're all going out to dinner and ice cream and I know that that ice cream for me, it has like dairy and gluten in it. It makes my stomach feel upset. I don't want to have that same ice cream that everyone's having, but I'll pack my own yummy dessert, something that feels really good to me, and I'll eat it with them. So that way I don't feel like I'm being deprived. Uh, But when it's those craving moments, like those environmental cues, other people are eating it. I have my healthier alternative that makes me feel good, doesn't make me um, feel bloated, or it doesn't um, like upset my stomach. I just feel so much better. So I think those are really good ways to handle those cravings. Think about it ahead of time. And if you're a person that likes an alternative option, especially if you're one of these seasons of life where maybe you are battling stomach bloating, which I know a lot of us are, or SIBO like I have for so many years off and on, my SIBO is now like pretty under control, but I worry that I will have to do a round of antibiotics every year to actually keep it at bay. I didn't realize it was something that once you kind of have in the extreme way that I had, um, that it is very likely to come back, even if you're even even if you really kind of do things according to plan and take the supplements. I worry, I think that I might be one of those people that might need to do a round of antibiotics, which I hate. But at the same time, it's not like a livable thing for me to have that extreme bloating where it wasn't like I was two months, three months pregnant. It literally looked six months pregnant. Um, sometimes it would like come out of nowhere, like one meal, something would just like inflame it. And then more likely though, it would kind of build up over a couple days and even over a couple weeks. And then before you knew it, I was just like so uncomfortable, rock hard belly. 
it just like the worst. And I battled it for so many years. I did the, the diet, the SIBO diet, which did not work for me, where you eliminate so many things. Um, it just didn't work. It didn't move the needle for me. The antibiotics combined with the supplements were the only things that moved the needle for my kind of extreme stomach bloating. So side note, I know a lot of us kind of battle these different type of things. And I think by really listening to your body, I also keep a calendar, how am I feeling journal. It's really like a workout calendar. I posted it as one of my awesome things. If you missed it, go to howtobeawesomeatevereything.com, click on an awesome thing a day. You'll see this wellness calendar. It's literally just like, a, I don't know, less than $10 calendar that shows a full calendar view on Amazon. I love it. And I write down my workout every day and how I'm feeling. I'll say bloated, maybe avocado question mark, maybe yogurt question mark, or feeling really feeling really strong and lean. This is what I've been doing or remember this. So it's kind of this constant check-in of how you're feeling. If I get a cold or a flu, I put, I chart it. That way when I'm looking back and I'm like, why do I feel like I've been sick a lot? Okay, let's look back. Let's let's look back on have I really been sick a lot? Oh no, I was just really sick one time this year. It is a constant check-in of how are you feeling? What have you learned? What are you doing? What do you need to adjust? I think it's so, so valuable. Another thing when we are talking about hunger versus cravings is realizing that the the big kind of like big food industry does not have our best interest in mind. Sorry, but it's true. Almost every packaged processed food has GMO ingredients and seed oils and all these disruptors, these body disruptors that make us feel more, that have more cravings and sodas and diet sodas. I think that we need to realize that we have to take total control and ownership over um, and responsibility for what makes us feel good. What whole foods do we love and know that? learn to really read ingredients, but also making it more simple is just eating as many whole foods as you can that make you feel nourished and know that um, most processed foods will make you feel more cravings and um, kind of like that, that dopamine, that Hot dopamine high, but then that crash, you know, it's kind of like after you eat a pint of ice cream, I want more, but I shouldn't. So thinking about that, that dopamine pleasure and how we can get dopamine other places. I also think that by doing, by moving your body every day, definitely makes you have a more balanced relationship with hunger versus cravings and helps us break out of this kind of like this kind of junk food culture, you know, and then we just pick those very specific times when it's worth it, right? When it's like a churro at Disneyland on Main Street, like having a churro with my kids and not every time, like not every time it sounds good, but those like memories, that's when it's worth indulging. I tell my kids when they're like, I want candy on a Monday. I'm like, pick a moment, you know, like have it with an experience, not just on a random time. So if we all go to the movies with friends, or of course, if we go to Disneyland or on vacation, it's just like, have whatever you want. Enjoy. It's part of the experience. But then on the regular, you know, eat eat foods that fuel your body. Okay. So let's talk about tips to manage cravings, because I think that's what we all really, when it comes to hunger versus cravings, that's what it comes down to is those cravings are that things that those things that get us out of bed and have us drive to yogurt land because we have this 
crazy intense craving. So let's talk about some good tips, like some really practical tips, not like fluffy tips of like, yeah, right. That's actually not going (laughs) to, that's not going to change how I feel, but like some real tips and understanding that this is a gradual process. And some days you're, some days you're going to overeat and some days you're going to overindulge or you're just going to get it all wrong. But the whole thing is this is a lifelong process and, um, it's something that we, that, we are always constantly working on what is this healthy lifestyle for me? What does that look like? What feels best? What works best for me? So let's get into some um, tips on how to manage cravings. First, identify your triggers. So pay attention to what triggers your cravings. Is it certain emotions or situations or environments? By identifying the triggers, we can help develop strategies and think about it ahead of time. I know I'm going to feel like this, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to pack protein and I'm going to help pack a healthy snack or a dessert or if you're flying or doing a long car drive. Don't leave it to fast food or gas station foods. No, I know myself. I know when I'm on a long car drive or a flight, I'm going to have cravings. So I'm going to prep for that. Next, distract yourself or get out of the situation. So when a craving strikes and you're like, I know I'm full. I know that if I eat more, I won't feel great. Then let's distract yourself. Get busy. Get Go for a walk, listen to music, call your friend, get out of the kitchen if you're like me. Shifting your focus away from the cravings can really help take down the intensity and get your mind onto something else. Next, mindful eating. So this is just about paying attention to your food, not eating while you're scrolling, really enjoying each bite eating slowly, being present during meals. That way you're not just like eating so fast that you're not even, that you don't allow yourself to feel full. It's kind of like you enjoy the food. You will have less intense cravings afterwards if you're not distracted while you're eating and if you're not eating too fast. Next, I always talk about healthier alternatives. If you're craving a particular food, try healthy alternatives to satisfy those cravings to some extent, you know? For sometimes if I'm craving something sweet, I'll do a big bowl of berries and that's great. Like that's or a big bowl of dairy uh, berries and then some um like HU chocolate, simple dark chocolate. So good, so clean, as clean as chocolate gets. And then it's like you had fruit and then you had dark chocolate and Rather than have something super sugary and processed that will make will likely make you feel like a crash later, you've found a healthy alternative to where you feel so satisfied, but you don't have the fallout. Next, plan ahead. Plan your meals and your snacks. So you have your well-balanced meal, and then you have your nutritious snacks, and then you, a lot of times, your, when your body feels adequately fueled, adequately fueled, you're less likely to experience intense food cravings. I have so found this. So if I have a, sometimes I, in the past, have tried to eat so light, like I'll just have light meals. But then if you're never like really full, I find that those cravings come so much more. Whereas if you have a nice, full, satisfying lunch, it's kind of like I've checked the box on eating until my afternoon snack or my dinner. 
So plan your meals and your snacks and make sure you're eating enough. Because I think if we don't eat enough, then we have those cravings and we're like, oh, you're kind of battling being hungry slash cravings all day long versus like nice, full, satisfying meal. Check the box. You're good for hours. Next tip, portion control. Indulge in your favorite foods, but in moderation. So like we talked about, it's this nice balance. You're never completely depriving yourself. When you're indulging, you're having a small portion of what you're craving. So you're never like completely derailed into these, um, you know, moments where you just like go off the deep end and then you feel awful like physically and mentally. It's just kind of like this nice balance all the time. Like, you know, nourish, indulge, nourish, indulge, portion control. Next manage your stress. So this might not seem directly correlated, but oh my goodness it is because I think so much of us have cravings when we are stressed. So by managing our stress in whatever ways that works for you. So taking time to relax, quiet time, meditation, maybe it's exercise, going for a walk, getting enough sleep, getting those really deep connections with friends and family, Whatever it is for you that help manage your stress. You know, I talk so much about controlling your happy headspace, which I think directly correlates with managing your stress, is one of the best ways to control your cravings because you're not having those extreme emotions. You're sleeping better. So naturally, we're not going to have those intense cravings. We're not going to crave that comfort food. We're not going to stress eat or stress binge because we are sleeping enough and managing our stress. Last tip, stay hydrated. Because a lot of times, crazy, when I was reading um, when I was reading different studies and reports trying to understand hunger versus cravings, it kept coming up, hydration. A lot of times, thirst can be mistaken for hunger or craving. So make sure you're adequately, adequately hydrated throughout the day. And sometimes when craving or hunger strikes, Drink water first, or even better, water with electrolytes, like yummy, salty electrolytes, so good for you. And then wait a few minutes to see if it subsides. A lot of times I'll do, I kind of change up when I do my water with electrolytes and all my powders, but that in a way is like nice and I mean, not filling like food is, but it fuels your body and kind of fills you up. So a lot of times I will have my protein and veggies for lunch and then I'll have my supplements and I'll do like a really filling powder drink with electrolytes and then I'll have a little something sweet because I'm so full at that point. I don't need a lot sweet. I'll just have like a little bit like so I'll have some organic strawberries with some dark chocolate drizzled over it. Super satisfying, great way to end the meal, but I'm not having a a ton of sweets because now I'm full. I've had my protein. I've had electrolytes. I've hydrated and with something sweet and I just have so much less of it. Hydration is just so good for us. Figure out how you hydrate best. I know that sometimes drinking a lot of water can be difficult. It sounds weird, but you kind of feel waterlogged. For me, I get all all my daily water in in the morning. While I'm exercising, I really overdrink not overdrink, but I, I really hydrate and drink my two my two Stanley cups full of water while I'm exercising because for me it's the easiest because I'm not out and about yet. So it's easy if I have to pee all the time. Um, it's not at bedtime, so I'm not waking up. And also it's not when I'm driving around doing the things because that's really hard to have to go to the restroom all the time. 
So I love it first thing in the day. Also, I love checking the box. Like I have fully drank all my water for the day. Anything else is just a bonus and extra. So those are the things to help manage your cravings. I think that it's such an interesting thing. And I think having a healthy relationship with food and hunger and cravings is such a game changer. And again, not labeling ourselves or our feelings. We have our, our feelings are what they are, but when we label them, we make them something. Oh, I feel this craving and I shouldn't. It's bad. Why do I feel this way? I shouldn't feel this way. We have to take that. We have to remove that completely. Remove that guilt and remove that labeling of how we feel. Simply let's use our tools to prepare ahead of time, choose healthy alternatives, uh, manage our stress, manage portion control, make sure we're staying hydrated, be mindful while we're eating, eating slow, not being distracted while we're eating. When we feel these cravings, but we know we're full, distract yourself, get up, call a friend, go on a walk, do something else. If you're me, get the hell out of the kitchen and identify. It all starts with asking yourself, am I hungry or is this a craving? I think it is such a superpower and such a great way of thinking about how we fuel and nourish our body on the daily. It's been a game changer for me and I think it will be for you too. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. I love doing this podcast. I love connecting. DM me at Lindsay's Cloud. If you have a couple seconds, please leave me a review. I would absolutely love it. It really means so much to me. It helps our podcast grow. And DM me. Let me know what you want me to research and and do my best to figure out and come back with new and interesting topics that help you feel your best and be your most awesome self. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.